0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Cowboys Talk, the Dallas Cowboys discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. As usual, I am the host, the Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, it is time to preview this Sunday's game between the Dallas Cowboys and the Washington Commanders. Now, unfortunately, I will have to go solo again today as John Misak, who apparently I have not heard of in a few days, I'm sincerely hoping that everything's okay. I'm sure he's just obviously dealing with some stuff. He's, a, You know, much like me, he's a very busy man. But it's okay. Whenever he, whenever he says he's back, he'll be back. But don't you worry, he will be back. So that's what's most important. So honestly, this Sunday, I should feel good about the Dallas Cowboys, right? Is that what I should really say off the bat? I mean, I should definitely feel confident in the Cowboys, there's absolutely no doubt about that. But regardless of how I feel of the situation, I'm gonna have to tell it like it is, and the Cowboys are gonna have to be fully prepared because, as <laughs> well, the NFC East, the way it looks right now, it's something that we're really not used to seeing, are we? I mean, one team is three and O, two teams are two and one, and one team's one and two, right? So. <laughs> It's usually uh, pretty unusual, and you know, right now the Cowboys are in second place, and Washington is at the very bottom with one and two. You know, Washington started off the season one and zero, oh, but has lost two. Has lost their last two. Uh, you know, Philadelphia is really killing it so far, scoring a total of eighty six points. And not surprisingly, you know, the Cowboys unfortunately have actually scored the least amount of points in the division, but but you know. The offense is really, you know, it, it's actually a whole lot better that I could that I could have anticipated, considering Dak Prescott's out and the offensive line supposedly had these problems. So it truly, honestly, could have been a whole lot worse. All right. So going into this game. All right. <clears throat> well, it's a noon game. I believe that's actually, I believe the first noon game of the season for the Dallas Cowboys. At home against the Washington Commanders, okay? This is actually the very first game between the Dallas Cowboys and Washington Commanders, believe it or not. I mean, yeah, last two years, it's been the Washington football team, and before that, we all know what it was. So this is actually the very first game between the Commanders and the Cowboys. (laughs) How about that? So the Cowboys are fortunate in one thing because the Cowboys right now, the defense is very good at getting to the quarterback. So check this out. The Washington Commanders are tied with the Cincinnati Bengals in the most sacks allowed so far this season. The Washington Commanders have allowed a total of 15 sacks. And I should stress to you, ladies and gentlemen, that last week in their home loss against the Philadelphia Eagles, Carson Wentz was sacked a total of, get ready, nine times. Let me say it one more time. Carson Wentz was sacked a total of nine times. So that means the, the Washington offensive line is not very good, right? So now you go on this. The Washington Commanders allowing are tied for most sacks allowed, and the Dallas Cowboys are actually one of the top five defenses in getting the quarterback so far. Okay? The Dallas Cowboys had five sacks on Monday against the New York Giants. And now they're going against a team that, again, allowed nine sacks in the previous week against the Philadelphia Eagles. So that, ladies and gentlemen, brings us to key to victory, number one for the Dallas Cowboys. Sack the quarterback. Sack him as many times as you can. Put pressure. That's another huge thing the Cowboys did. They put Daniel Jones under tremendous pressure. The quarterback hits, the sacks, everything. You put the opposing quarterbacks as far away from a comfort zone as you can. You keep them away from any comfort zone whatsoever. That is what it takes to win. So that's the key to victory number one. The Cowboys need to sack Carson Wentz as many times as possible. Get as many sacks as you can because, ladies and gentlemen, I assure you, because I know a lot of you agree with me, there is no such thing as getting enough sacks in a game. In other words, you are never in a situation where you tell yourself, okay, we've sacked the quarterback enough, there's no need to do it anymore. No. Even if you sack the quarterback miraculously a total of 30 times, then so be it. You sack the quarterback as many times as you can. You play defense to the best of your ability. That is how you play defense. All right. That's number one. So, we you know, we're talking about how Carson Wentz was sacked a total of nine times. Now, Washington, believe it or not, as far as total offense uh, of yards per game, well, Philadelphia actually leads the league, believe it or not. That's not really surprised considering how the start that Philadelphia has gotten to. So the Cowboys average a total of 324 total yards of offense. Now the Washington Commanders are at 342. So that's basically, well, a little, uh, a little more. But some would say there's really, honestly, it's very little to absolutely no difference whatsoever. All right. So that's total yards per game. Now, looking at the rushing, now the rushing might, be, might, might tell a different story, okay? Now, the Cowboys are average, are average a total of 118 rushing yards per game. And again, I, I can't stress to you folks how surprised I am that the Cowboys stuck to an effective running game against the New York Giants. Because I did say this in the preview for the Giants, okay? And I'm pretty sure I said this in the recap as well. If the running game is effective right off the bat, you do not abandon it. There is never a reason to abandon a running game. If the running game works out great, if every play is for at least five yards and everything's positive, you keep doing it. There's no reason to stop because stopping would be the stupidest thing to do. So the Cowboys' rushing game averages 118 yards per game. Now we get to Washington, and they average about 87 yards rushing per game. Okay? Well, the situation, again, can certainly prove to the fact that the Washington offensive line is not very good. Now the Cowboys have already gone against an opposing offense with a not very good offensive line. That would be the Cincinnati Bengals and, of course, the New York Giants, who they beat 23-16 just on Monday. All right? So the defense is going to have to play defense, okay? But you still got to watch out. I mean, the the Cowboys rushing game still has struggles because let's not forget, Daniel Jones uh, did scramble for for much positive yards against the Cowboys. So you don't want to underestimate the Washington running game either. Now getting to the passing game. Well, Washington, believe it or not, actually, their passing game averages about 255 passing yards per game, while the Dallas Cowboys are basically at around 206. So, now, Carson Wentz has certainly had uh, some key moments against the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, he, he did destroy the Cowboys back in 2017, especially in Arlington, Texas. We'll never forget that. When the Cowboys lost to the Eagles 37-9, to and that was a very, very frustrating night. I'll personally never forget it. Carson Wentz destroyed us, but... Uh, That was then, and this is now, and some would honestly arguably say that Carson Wentz is absolutely nothing compared to what he was back in 2017. Some would say perhaps the torn ACL is basically what what destroyed it all, but uh, that's an argument for another day. So looking at the offense. So as far as I'm concerned right now, now the Cowboys' secondary has uh, certainly been torched a few times. But but the secondary has actually looked a whole lot better than, than anticipated. Now, one of the cons about the Cowboys' defense is so far this season, they have only forced two turnovers. Okay, One of them was, of course, on Monday, Trayvon Diggs had the game-winning interception. And, of course, there was an interception in Week 1 against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Cowboys, you know, forcing only two turnovers so far this season, that's actually not quite good on them, but... But I always said, look, the lack of turnovers is frustrating and, you know, obviously not the best, uh, not a good look for the Dallas Cowboys defense, but then again, we see that they can get to the quarterback, whether they can sack the quarterback, they can inflict a tremendous amount of pressure, you know, like that, so, if again, if they're keeping quarterbacks away from their comfort zone, then that's respectable enough, so they're still playing defense, but again, the lack of turnovers says one thing, but then again, you cannot bury the defense because they're actually doing something huge, aside from forcing the turnovers, but the bottom line is, there's still doing something huge. When you sack the quarterback many times in a game, you inflict a tremendous amount of pressure, then you're doing fine. You are doing fine. All right. So now we get to the defense. All right. A total of uh, yards allowed per game. Oh, my God, cowboys, man. Uh, you know, the cowboys, you know, allowing an average of 312 yards uh, overall of offense per game. I think that like, if I remember, if if I'm looking at correctly, that, that probably I think that keeps them in the tenth in the league. You know, Buffalo's Buffalo's is number one. Their defense is total defense. Uh, well, the amount their defense allows of total yards is actually number one in the league. San Francisco's right right below them, and Denver is actually third. Believe it or not, but now we get to the Washington defense. I mean, Washington's defense. Look at this. Average allows an average of four hundred thirty. Excuse me, four hundred three. Total yards per game now and I'm curious to see about, about Washington's running game. you know then again you know you, you still have that cause for concern for Dallas's running game. Well Washington's running de- uh, rushing defense allows an average of about 129 rushing yards per game, but problem is the Cowboys rushing defense allows 136 yards rushing per game so that's pretty uh, pretty tough. Now going to the off uh, the the passing game, the Cowboys uh, the Cowboys passing defense is actually fourth in the league. You know, in in a total yards in, in like passing yards allowed, 176.3. That's actually pretty good for the Dallas Cowboys. And you go down to Washington, and their and their passing defense, their secondary allows an average of 274 uh, passing yards per game. So it's definitely, I mean, the Cowboys in Washington definitely have you know some pros and some cons. I mean. Washington's passing game looks pretty looks pretty decent and but then go, so the Cowboys secondary is certainly going to be challenged so now you know you look at the the turn the turnover differential Dallas is actually stuck at zero and you look at Washington Washington's actually their, their turnover differential is at negative four which actually puts them you know almost at the bottom of the league you know only New Orleans is worse than them although they are tied with the New England Patriots as well as the New York Jets for the Turnover differential. Now you look at t- takeaways total. You know, Tampa, Tampa, Jacksonville, and Baltimore are all tied with eight takeaways total on defense. Now look at The Cowboys, now the Cowboys only have two. But check this out. The Washington, Washington Commanders are actually at the very, very bottom of the league in turnovers forced. They've only had one turnover forced. Only one turnover so far this season. Now looking at takeaways. Giveaways as a ESPN would like to say. I mean, Cowboys have actually only had only, only committed two turnovers so far, but they're tied also with the Detroit Lions and the Miami Dolphins. You look at Washington. Washington's turned it over five times. Okay, so the game, but really, there's honestly a lot you know going on. I know, and the way it's going in, and it, it's only going to be a challenge. But you know, as I got to key to victory, number one is you know the Cowboys defense needs to sack Carson Wentz as many times as possible. Key to victory number two is is that they really got to they really got actually. Make some stops and force turnovers. So, then again, now we're reminded just how important the ability to force turnovers are. So, but of course, you know some would some would strongly insist if the Cowboys are sacking Carson Wentz and inflicting pressure and the, their offense is not getting anywhere, and if, if that if that's the case and no force no no turnovers are forced, then you know it's not so bad. But the forcing turnovers always adds a little bit a little bit of pride. So. But again, you know, as long as you're, you're sacking the quarterback, you know, forcing stops and avoiding penalties. So, I mean, that's kid of victory number three, but that's for offense and defenses. Avoid penalties at all costs because the penalties were a problem for the Dallas Cowboys against the Giants. That's that. <clears throat> right there. You know, Nick Chubb, you know, still you know, leads the league in rushing yards. He's at 341, and Saquon Barkley's actually right under him. So... Uh look at the player statistics you know we don't want to see what the uh passing yards you know leaders are you know cooper brush no no not not getting the highest amount of passing yards, but it's enough to get the job done so so really I, I respect it all right <clears throat> so mo- so moving forward, I expect the Dallas Cowboys to get the job done, okay. I expect the running game to actually continue doing what it did against the Giants and hopefully think we, we can see some better results. I would expect the play calling, most of all, the play calling to remain intact. Like the p- play calling needs to be done correctly and continued. Like again, if the running game is effective, there's absolutely no reason to abandon it because abandoning it is a major, major, major momentum kill. And if you have a major, major, major momentum kill, the confidence is dead as well. And not only do you lose the game, but quite frankly, you lose the game in such an embarrassing fashion. And the Dallas Cowboys do not want to let that happen. They do not want to let that happen whatsoever. All right, so looking at the comp- passing leaders, obviously Josh Allen leads the league in, in passing yards with a little over a 1,000. You know, man, his uh, 70% completion rate, that certainly speaks for itself. And speaking of completion rate, that's definitely something I want to t- take a look at. You know, believe it or not, according to this, Geno Smith apparently has the highest completion rate according to this, 77.5%, so that makes it 78%. <sighs> I'm really curious to see where Carson Wentz has a 63%. And, you know, and believe it or not, Cooper Rush is right under him, 627 So they're both at 63 because Rush is at 627 And while Carson Wentz is at 63.1%, so they're both at 63%. Well, average per play, that's definitely interesting. You know, Jalen Hurts obviously averages the most in the league in yards per pass attempt with 9.3 yards. Hmm. A lot of things, you know, and I think Justin Justin Fields, you know, the, the passing game for Chicago, the time I look at those stats, man, that's 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 gotta be tough. That's gotta be tough. Makes me think of my my good buddy at Third Down Thursdays, Mr. Coach Bruce himself, who by the way happens to be recording right now with MJ Hurley, so it's unfortunate that a schedule conflicted right now, so I'm recording while they're live, but you know, I'll go back and listen to it. And I strongly suggest everybody to uh tune into third down Thursdays if you can. It's great stuff. Oh, well, anyway, you know, Cooper Rush averaging about seven yards per pass attempt, and Carson Wentz is at six point six. So, so it's almost as if like Carson Wentz and uh, Cooper Rush are almost going to this, almost going to this game evenly matched. But, oh man! But again, you know, regardless, you know, even if you're the Cowboys, and regardless of how bad the Commanders looked against the Philadelphia Eagles, I mean. Let's be honest, the Dallas Cowboys are not the Philadelphia Eagles. And according to the matchup predictor of ESPN, Washington has a 55.2% of winning while Dallas is at 44.3. Hmm. Now, Carson Wentz obviously has more completions than you know passing yards, but let's be honest. I mean, Cooper Rush has started two games and he's undefeated so far. Carson Wentz is at 861 passing yards with seven touchdowns and three interceptions while Cooper Rush is at 514 yards with two touchdowns and no picks. You know, Believe it or not, I mean, Antonio Gibson, 40 carries for 124 yards and two carries. You know, it's, it's actually pretty interesting to see that Zeke Elliott actually has more rushing yards than him so far. But Terry McLaurin, who has 12 catches for 235 yards and a touchdown, is actually higher than Noah Brown. And Noah Brown's been such a surprise so far this season. So Yeah, next thing I want to do is actually uh, take a look at the, uh, the injury report. You know we've got the team, the team stats right here. You know Dallas is actually uh, allows an average of seventeen point three yards, uh, seventeen point three points allowed per game, and you know total yards, actually total yards passing. Washington is, is actually higher, while the the Cowboys running game is actually higher. So the Cowboys are definitely going to need a, a very steady and effective running game to win this one. But, man, you know, seeing both teams allow a significant amount of rushing yards, man, this game's certainly going to be tough. I mean, the Cowboys are going to have to be ready. Because, you know, right now, according to this, you know, the the passing game, Washington, again, allows about 100, excuse me, allows about 290.3 yards uh, passing per per game. So that's going to be tough still. I mean, right now it's it's unclear if Michael Gallup and Dalton Schultz will will be uh, active for this game. But right now, Gallup and Schultz are actually both listed as questionable. Demarcus Lawrence apparently is also questionable. He did pick up a bit of an injury against the Giants, but he did come back into the game, so I'm not worried about Demarcus Lawrence. J. J- Ron Kurtz seems to be questionable, and he's, he's actually he actually has yet to play so far this season, so I would love to see uh, J. Ron Curse back on the field. I do want to take a look at uh, Washington's in- injury report as well. <clears throat> Yeah, it was actually said that Michael Gallup. You know, uh, it was announced that he had a possibility of returning against the Giants, but uh, unfortunately, he uh, ultimately did not. You know, uh, Federian Mathis is actually on injured reserve. He actually went uh, underwent surgery recently, so I'd imagine he's out for the season. Chase Young is actually out for this game. He, it says here he's actually expected to return to the. He's ex- expected to return around the mid-season, so. I'd imagine by the time the Cowboys play Washington in round two and in our nation's capital, I think by then Chase Young will be available, so things will definitely get more difficult for the Cowboys. Yeah, so, so man, all these players that are out or on injured reserve, yeah, there's definitely a laundry list for the uh, Washington Commanders and, you know, Fadarian Mathis and Chase Young. I mean, that's got to be a huge thing, so... And Chase Young is actually not on injured reserve right now. He's still on the physical unable to perform list, but... But who knows? You know, who knows? So... So I got through my keys to victory already. So key to victory number one was sack the quarterback. Keys to victory number two, force turnovers. Key to victory number three is avoid penalties at all costs, and that's on both sides of the the football, offense and defense. Key to victory number four, run the uh, the ball effectively, and if it works, stick to the running game. Number five, a well-balanced offense. So that would mean a running game and a passing game that's effective. But then again, if the running game is super effective, if the running game is working and it's just working and working and working, you do not abandon it whatsoever. So then we get to that. We say, score some touchdowns, score touchdowns, keep the ball driving, keep the offense driving. Okay. All I can hope is that it, the offense is gonna is probably gonna sputter every now and then, but we need the offense to be as productive as possible. So that's the key to victory. The key to victory that's really important is score some touchdowns okay let's try to avoid selling for field goals as much as possible while i should while i do have a trust in the defense still let's give the our defense a bit of a break let's score some touchdowns defense makes a stop let's score another touchdown it's about being at least two to three steps ahead of the washington commanders okay so that's that brings me to another key to victory right there Avoid affording the Washington commanders any chances whatsoever. In other words, do not, I repeat, do not give them any chances to cause any damage, okay? Washington might not be a great team, okay? Some would say they're an absolute laughingstock. While I'm not going to say that is, you can say, what I'm going to say is this. I will say this. Washington is Washington, but Washington can certainly be a team that if they are given a true golden opportunity, there's a high chance that they will take full advantage of it. They have done that before, and they certainly have done that against the Dallas Cowboys. There have been times where Washington has come into the game as the underdog, okay? And and before, they have pulled it off. So that's why the Dallas Cowboys must not... I repeat, must not afford the Washington Commanders any of opportunities whatsoever. In other words, keep the game into in their in your control, cowboys. Keep the game under your control, okay? Run all over the field, stay in control of the offense, wear out the Washington defense as much as you can, and take advantage of it. If the running game is so effective that the Washington defense gets worn out so quick, the g- running game is only going to be more and more and more opportune. The more you can run the ball successfully, the quicker the game can be ended. Okay, And you can go home with a, with, with a very good win. All right? That's all I can say. So again, sack the quarterback, force turnovers. Okay, avoid penalties, score some touchdowns, run the game. Excuse me, run the ball like that. Basically, play some effective football. I'm pretty sure I accidentally, accidentally blew the raspberry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry y'all. <laughs> Having a little bit of a humor day. I mean, today's actually been a very good day. So you know, everybody knows that that's been keep that that's actually been. Uh, yeah, that's actually been... Um, staying posted lately. Uh, as, as far as mental health goes, health-wise, I'm actually doing very good. I've actually been getting up getting up on some days and getting some brunch, which I, which has actually done me a whole lot of good. I mean, never in my life before did I realize that brunch actually does me a lot of good. A lot of good. So anyway... Back to, the, back to that. Now I'm thinking of brunch, I'm just going to make myself hungry again. God damn it. <laughs> so anyway, honestly... I think I have the Cowboys winning, but I just refuse to see this as a game that the, 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 the Washington the, the, excuse Jesus, I almost said it the Washington Commanders are just gonna are just gonna lay down for the Dallas Cowboys and just take the beating. I mean, the Cowboys are gonna have to earn their win. I mean, they have to do that do that against the Giants. You know, speaking of the Giants, of course, um, Mr. Josh McSwain, the fiercely opinionated Mr. Josh McSwain himself did say that, you know, he, uh, he that he believes that the Giants, you know, could are easily, like, the worst 2-0 team in the history. But then again, you know, my other buddy, Darnell, a.k.a. the Playmaker, says, you know, whether they're bad or not, they're 2-0. And, and, and the, basically, the 2-0 record says it all. So, so, for this one, honestly, I just don't see why I, I should really go against the... Uh, I should go against the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, really... There was no reason for for them to lose, but if the Cowboys can go in fully prepared and you know full strength, fully focused, if they can get to the quarterback as many times as possible, whether they sack him, force you know force a tremendous tremendous amount of pressure to where he has to throw the ball away con- consist- constantly, if the if they can force the Washington offense to go absolutely nowhere, and if, the, and if the offense can actually take advantage and score as many touchdowns as they can, then the Dallas Cowboys got this, and that's you know basically what's going to take. Play defense. OK, put as much pressure on the watching offense as you can, sack the quarterback, force pressure, you know, force them to punt. And then if you get the ball, drive down the field and find the end zone. OK, drive down the field. OK, if you have to take five minutes from the clock, then do it. But if, if you take five minutes off the clock, if you can settle for touchdowns, then that makes it worth it. Okay, selling for a field goal really doesn't do too much. Okay, it's about finding the end zone for the offense. Find the end zone as many times as you can. Sack the quarterback as many times as you can. Okay, That's, and force as many turnovers as you can. Like I said at the beginning, stay in control, and most importantly, dominate the game. So the way I see it is I have the Cowboys winning. I'm going to go the Dallas Cowboys win 28-14. to 14. 28 to 14, because I guess I, we could say whatever we want about the Washington offense, but the Washington offense can still find a way to score some points, okay? But you know, if the but if the Cowboys are able to sack, you know, get you know almost nine sacks like the Eagles did, then it might be a different story. But I feel like the Cowboys can definitely get. Get, get at least five sacks on, on Carson Wentz, and I believe that's going to happen. So I'm going to stick to my guns. I have Dallas, Dallas Cowboys winning it 28-14. to 14. Dallas Cowboys go 3-1 and one as they'll, they'll soon be preparing to, to travel to the city of Angels to take on the Los Angeles Rams, and that's actually going to be a tough night, but we'll cross average when we get to it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that'll be it for today. And before I let you all go, I'd like to remind you that Cowboys Talk is proudly partnered with Fanatics. Fanatics is your number one place for fan apparel. Fanatics offers over 500,000 items from all the top brands from the NFL, the NBA, MLB, the NHL, and so much more. So if you're looking to shop at Fanatics, just find the link in the episode description. You can start shopping and take advantage of the best deals in the world. And for all you pro wrestling fans out there, WWEshop.com is now part of the Fanatics experience. If you are looking to shop at wBShop.com through Fanatics, just find the link in the episode description. You can get your pro wrestling merch, and again, you can save a lot of money. And finally, Cowboys Talk is proudly brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Stream live sports and your favorite shows from CBS, Comedy Central, Nickelodeon, and so much more. Plans start at $4.99 per month, and you can cancel at any time. If you subscribe now, you can even get a free trial. So if you're looking to subscribe, just find the link in the description, set up your account in just two minutes, and you can start binge-watching your favorite shows just immediately. And finally, Cowboys Talk is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you very, very much for joining me today.